Thanks for tuning in and welcome to Same As It Ever Was, where we literally don't know what we're going to talk about. Hey there, buddy. What are you doing? <laughs> we should start like the glasses and the beard. What is that? We start calling us the glasses and the beard. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, man, it's kind of funny. I look at the, uh, I look at my phone. We're doing this. And I see my little, uh, you know, profile picture for you know the whole recording thing and i'm like that's like a high schooler's beard now you're like, seriously yeah i know <laughs> that like, was I'm, wow I'm like man i've really graduated <laughs> what's going on yeah so <laughs> yeah. what's happening man it's oh, monday just, hey uh recording from the man cave yes indeed you know? it's it's a little it's a little hot uh, you know, you're in a garage that doesn't have any insulation or anything, so it can't be an oven. I have the door open. I have a fan on, you know. Yeah. Uh, drinking some brew, so life is good, man. What are you drinking? Uh, it is a – it's from – okay. I love the name of the county in Virginia. It's called Goochland. Oh, very cool. Uh, and it's a, a brewery called Midnight Brewery. It's a it's an Irish red. It's an Irish red. An Irish red. But what, Gooch- what what now? What why is, do they call it? Because the beer is red. Uh yeah, it, it is red in nature. Not like you know crayon red. It's right. just reddish. It's what got a red. It, what makes it reddish? I've I always wondered. It's, it's the type of uh, hues or the, the types of hops that they use in, no, in the it? grains. Yeah. Mm. Very interesting. Yep. Um, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, this This is, it tells you that uh, it makes perfect beer for burgers, barbecue, and even dessert. Wow. Yeah, man. That's, that's a little getting into the wine thing, you know, because there's so many varieties of, of wine that I find it personally helpful to be able to look on the side and they say this pairs well with whatever. Right. I'm having chicken. This says chicken. (laughs) Right. You know, it's got a picture of a chicken on it. So it must be good with chicken. Yeah. You know, Yeah, that would be genius. You know, that's awesome marketing for somebody like me because I don't drink wine. Um, And it's not that I have any sort of, I don't know, uh i'm I'm not bothered by it in some way i mean me personally i i prefer if i'm drinking wine i prefer first of all i can't drink wine if it's room temperature that to me is just what about beer Uh, no okay no i think the only beer that i've ever actually had before that was room temperature was guinness because I, I think would, that's I how it's supposed to be served stouts stouts are more are closer to room temperature right uh, and when you get really into the craft beers, yes, uh, and you have stouts that have what's called a lot of adjuncts, but people like to call them ingredients. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, 
the, the boozy thing says, oh, this, this, this stout has a lot of adjuncts to it. The but, adjuncts, the adjuncts are what make it complex. That's that's right. Back to, um, <laughs> that you really, you really can, when you drink it cold out of the tap, yeah. the, the flavor t- like changes as it heats up. And so if you have something that has a lot of different ingredients in it, uh, the warmer it gets, the more that you can taste those ingredients. Right. So you want that. That's kind of cool. I mean, it's, I mean, in a way it's sort of the same thing with like uh, single malt scotch. Yeah. I mean, some people really prefer to, some people prefer to drink it neat. Um, and so it's just at room temperature. Uh, and some people prefer to have just a little bit of water and some people prefer it on ice. I think some people prefer to have it on ice, not just because it changes the the um, characteristics of it, but because they prefer it chilled. Um, I think that a lot of folks find it easier to drink um, that it I don't that it doesn't seem to burn so much or whatever if it's over ice. Um, One of my I'm, friends came over and I was smoking uh, some ribs, and he was like, "Yeah, man, have you ever smoked ice?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." Go, go go empty out an ice tray. Uh, I had a silicone ice tray, and while I was smoking the barbecue, I put the water in there and let it smoke for about thirty minutes, and then put them in the freezer. And so he was like, "Hey, when when you get a chance, put put a thing of that in your bourbon or your scotch, dude. It's amazing." Really? Oh yeah. Oh, Dude, that wow. sounds so disgusting to me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, hey, you know, I, I, know. I wanted to try it. I did it, and it, I know. it was great. It was great. I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of weird. It's I, I mean, you and I have had this conversation before about the whole like cookout thing or the whole smoking thing, and I, I don't know. I mean, I've obviously having spent time in the military and served with people from all over the country. I mean, people they bring their culinary and you know their they they bring their menu with them if you want to put it that way okay uh, yeah they just folks from like yourself coming from texas i mean when we were i may have told you this story before but when we uh we were traveling cross country after my retirement ceremony and we stopped in houston to see um you know to see my cousin and her husband is huge into the whole smoking stuff. I mean, he was saying that they would have competitions in the neighborhood and, uh, you know, people would bring like, they'd actually have an award. They'd have, everybody would taste it and somebody would be the winner for the week or whatever. Uh, but he was talking about the first time that he went up to Pennsylvania to meet my cousins, you know, meet our family. And, uh, and they said they were having a cookout and he got all excited you know, he got all excited. He's he's telling me this story, and I looked right at him, and I was like, "It was hamburgers and hot dogs, wasn't it?" And he he's like, "Yeah, yeah, it was it was." They said cookout, and it's like hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> like, I said, "Welcome to New England, dude. Welcome to the Northeast. You go have a cook. You say cookout in the Northeast. You're lucky if there's even barbecue sauce involved." Oh yeah, yeah no, uh, I remember the first time that I went up to Pennsylvania. And we were having a cookout at the in-laws and I had requested specific items to be cooked 
because they're like, oh, Texan. You must really know what you're doing. Yeah. So then, you know, it's like, all right, well, in Texas, and they have them here in Virginia. I think it might be a South thing. I don't know. There's a, I believe it's just the brand is called Ranch, Ranch Style, Ranch Style Beans. It's, oh, okay. Um, but anyways, and I was like, yeah, can you get like, I was making fajitas. Okay. And so I was like, yeah, like I need some ranch style beans. She's like, well, what brand is it? And I'm talking to my mother-in-law and I'm like, ranch. I, it's just the type of, it's a, it's a style, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, but, but it's also like the predominant, this is what's on the can in, in white letters. It's in, it's a black can and it says ranch style. I have never ever looked for who makes it because right. you, you notice the can is like you notice the can. It's black with white letters. It says ranch and has a little guy with his like like he's licking his lips. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I'm so I'm like and she she she's like I looked and looked and we don't have that here. Not to mention the fact that the hottest hot sauce that they had was like medium. They didn't have like hot. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? Now, this was, you know, 1998. But I, I feel you. I Even, I remember uh, we had a birthday party when I was living in Italy, and I invited my landlord. I lived out in the economy. Yeah. And he saw my Weber grill. I had uh, one of those, uh, the the 26-inch sure, Weber yeah, yeah. grill. Yeah, the yeah. legit one, the real one. Yep. And... And he just could not stop staring at it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and not to mention that, you know, uh, having charcoal that was like, you know, uh, the quick light match, you know, the, yeah. the match light. Yeah. He was like, what the hell? <laughs> He's and like, so, you, you didn't even put anything on it. Yeah. You mean you can just. You, you can, can just, just throw a match on it and it'll light by itself. Burn the bag. This is wizardry. So, so with, with it, that was funny. And when we left Italy, I, I bought him one of those Weber grills. Oh, did you? Really? Because because he invited us over to his house to eat, and this man made his own charcoal. Okay. So when you make your own, it it it's like in like like uh, thin. Chunks. Sleeves, yeah, yeah. It's not like you know briquettes. And and he had like it looked what I would compare it to like a campout, uh, like a campout uh like grill. Yeah. And he took newspaper to start the fire. He took newspaper, and for those kids, for the kids that listen, you know, we get those things that they print the news on the paper. We don't <laughs> right. It's got words on it. Comes by the mailbox or your front door. And, he used grain alcohol Oof. to start the fire, and you could—it's—it's it's legit newspaper with the heavy ink. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and coming I'm off like, on your fingers and everything. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, our steaks are gonna taste like uh, fucking ink and shit. They're gonna taste like newsprint. <laughs> so, so I totally, I totally had to have. I'm our, like, my steak tastes like the New York Times. As, well, and they have the, the their newspapers pink. Uh, it's like on pink paper. Oh, okay. Um, You're like, what is so, this? What is this seasoning? Oh, that's Washington Post. Yeah, <laughs> but but I, yeah, when we left, it was like, no, we got to get this dude a grill 
and have I you, got have a you ever, of bag have, of charcoal. Have you ever eaten at their restaurant before, Weber Grill? Yes, I have. In uh, Chicago? I, no, in Indianapolis. Oh, okay, yeah. And I got the beer can chicken. Oh, yeah. Yep, I ended up, it was years ago. I was uh, at a conference. Actually, it was, I was in Chicago for the Midwest Clinic. Yeah. Um, which folks who are out there don't know that what that is. Uh, it's like the biggest, what is it? It's sort of music convention uh, in the country. For those of you that year. want to joke about it, it's the adult version of Bandcamp. <laughs> well, I would say it's the musical, ver- it's the music version of Comic-Con. I think that might be worse. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I mean, but it is. I mean, you wouldn't be at this thing unless... And I went, when I say this, I say for the, when I, when I, when I say that, I'm also saying it is not about like pop. This is like legitimate, legitimate music. It's, it's, As, it's, it's a trade show right. for, for, uh, educational music. Right. Uh, exactly. You know, all from junior high or elementary school through college, through, through college, being, through right. being a professor, professional. Right. So, yeah. Um, but we were there for this whole thing, and we actually went to the. I went to the one. I can't remember what I had, but it was great. I mean, dude, the 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 grills that they have at Weber Grill are ridiculous. Yeah, it's the it's the ones that are like three feet in diameter, four exactly. feet in diameter. It's, it's yeah. what it's what used to be. It's like what what it, it, not a depth charge. They used like a. It's like a. Um, when they first when the Weber company first started, they were making their grills out of. Uh, it's like a mooring that's out okay. in the water. You know what I mean? Did you attach either a buoy or a, a back boat? totem? Back, back totem, totem at work. Right. There you go. Well, I mean, raise your hand if you don't know what a mooring is. I see there's a lot of hands raised. Mooring is like a thing that uh, floats around in the water. It's attached to the, like by an anchor, but basically usually a big piece of concrete or something sits on the bottom and you, you tie your boat to it. If you can't put your boat on an actual dock, you attach the boat to the mooring and your boat just sits out there. The mooring keeps your boat in place. But that means that if you want to go out to your boat, you have to have a dinghy. Raise your hand if you don't know what a dinghy is. A dinghy is a very small boat, like a very small <laughs> rowboat. That you, that, that you, you, sound, you sound like me talking to my sons about things. Right. Do you, do you not know what a dinghy is? Do you not know what that is? Uh, okay, well, let me tell you. A dinghy, small boat, you got to row it out to the big boat. Um, it's funny because I've been working in the boat yard and it's there, you know, boat people are interesting people, man. They're interesting people. Uh, some, some of them are very, very, very serious about what they do um, and what they're spending their money on. Cause it's a lot of money. Boats are not cheap and maintaining them is not cheap. Uh, operating them is not cheap. I, I find what is interesting is very many people spend a lot of money on boats and sort of being part of the whole boating culture because there's definitely a boating culture. Um, but there are certain people who spend all of this money and invest all of this into being part of this culture, but they do not even know how to operate their boat. Like they don't yes. know, they don't know how to maneuver it. So they will spend tens of thousands of dollars on these boats and they will spend thousands of dollars every year to have the boat cleaned and have it maintained and all this stuff. But the boat actually will be launched and it'll come out of storage. It'll get cleaned up. It'll go out and get launched. 
It'll sit on a mooring and it will spend the entire season never leaving the mooring. It will just sit there and the owners will like go out and they'll like have lunch on their boat. That's the use of their boat. Their boat is like their, 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 the boat becomes like a, uh, it becomes a, a maritime picnic table. Huh. And they just go out there and they have lunch on it. And then they row their little dinghy back to the dock. And by the time the season is over, their boat is just covered in seagull shit. <laughs> now, it's now they're, they're going, they're going out to the Harbor, which leads to the sea. Right. Right. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Because like I grew up, we had, you know, um, like a bay liner boat that yeah. it, it was just a lake boat. Yeah. You know, sure. And, and, at first, we had we would have a boat on the side of our house because we had a corner lot, and so we could keep it and then you know put it on the trailer. It was already on the trailer. We just ha- hook up the trailer and go out. Yep. And then we ended up getting a slip, uh, and those can be a little bit more hassle than they're worth, especially if the weather gets wonky or whatever. Right. But I I would say that like me and my siblings were the ones using the boat more than. Was this an outboard? My, my, my dad. Yeah. Did it have an outboard or an inboard engine? Out outboard. Okay. How many how many horsepower was it? Oh man, probably like like I don't know. I'm not even gonna guess. It, okay. I want to say like 160 or so. It was just a ski yeah. boat. You know what I sure, mean? Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, it was nothing outrageous. The open, yeah, of course. No, no, no. But it was yeah. just to go out on the lake. Dude, and... there was there was a guy. There was a guy who's there's a guy who who just came and picked up his boat the end of last week. And this guy just had two 250 horsepower Evinrude engines installed on the back <laughs> of his boat. Two 250 horsepower engines. I'm like, do you know what this boat is going to be like cruising out in like Casper? Yeah, Bay? it Here, sucks. Look. It sucks. It will be ridiculous. That if is I a, ever, it's a racing if I ever boat got now. a boat, yeah, if I ever got a boat and just based on conditions and whatever, like, dude. Just get me a pontoon boat where just hang out. Yes. You know, a, a place sure. to hang out. Like right. Go out, jump off of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, go I swim wouldn't it. mind. We've talked about that before. Jennifer and I have talked before about like the whole. I, I mean, I wouldn't a mind having a pontoon. Right. I mean, I think that, you know, you can have a boat because you're not really going to take a pontoon boat out into salt water. I mean, you could, um, but you definitely have. Was you it know, you yeah. that told me the story that they did that and and it started going under because the seas were too rough? Uh, who was it that was telling us? They were on the show, wasn't it? I can't uh, remember. I, mean, I, I remember hearing that same story. I can't remember. It wasn't me. I can't remember who was telling us that. It, it um, might have been someone when, at work, but you know, right. But it was like, yeah, like you know, the the waves started getting over the over the edge and then like over the front sinking. of it. Yeah, I mean, they're not really designed for excuse me, for, uh, you know, salt water use. I mean, obviously, you know, you're way more, I mean, unless you're out on the Great Lakes or something, which is basically like a sea. Um, if you're on just like a regular lake, you don't really have to consider conditions too much. Um, but once you get out into the ocean, I mean, you really need to be sensitive to what's happening with the conditions around you because they will... and. You've been out at sea, man. I mean, so have I. I mean, we know how that works. And the conditions will change very quickly. Very, very quickly. And if you're not in a large enough craft to handle that, 
you can very all you can also very quickly find your life in danger. Um, but I mean, most of these boats, I wouldn't mind having. I, I mean, I see some of these boats that are in the yard that we work on, and I mean, yes, they're expensive. I mean, it all depends really on what you're willing to spend your money on because you don't have to get some crazy nutty big boat, you know. I mean. Maybe someday that'd be great, but I mean, I would just like to have something I could go tool around in Casco Bay with. Like, there's islands all in Casco Bay here where we live, and I mean, if you had just a normal 18 foot, you know, maritime or something like that, I mean, this is a, a regular boat that you'd put an outboard on, and you could tool around all over Casco Bay, and just go out to the islands and stuff like that, and have a great afternoon. Um, and that's what I would really like to be able to have. I mean, I'm not looking for something that's, I'm not looking for something that's going to go tear ass and around. I mean, this is like the conversation. I had a conversation with my brother uh, yesterday. We were talking about the motorcycle thing. Um, I've never owned a motorcycle. I mean, there was a time I was thinking about buying one and he was just saying to me that, you know, there have been times in his life that he's thought about buying one. I think that one of my difficult things as I've gotten older is just the reality that, and I think virtually anybody who owns a motorcycle, you know, will tell you, you will drop this motorcycle. This motorcycle, you are going to end up on the street with it <laughs> at some point. This will happen to you. And really, it's just a matter of whether or not it, it, the difference is how badly damaged are you? How badly injured are you as a result of this experience? Uh, you know, if you're lucky, you come away with some road rash. If you're not lucky, you're dead. And obviously, the older you get, you're just sort of, I'm like, I know for me, I have no interest in this. I mean, I see motorcycles and I'm like, wow, that looks cool. It looks like they're having fun. Do I have any, I, you know, any inclination at 46 years old to suddenly become a biker? No, I, I don't need that in my life, man. I got way too much ahead of me to look forward to to risk it you know getting on a bike and and potentially finding myself roadkill um and i think that it's sort of the same thing when we're talking about the boats and and all that sort of thing i don't need some crazy you know uh hydroplane and super boat i don't need that i need i want something that i can actually I'll tell you one of the main one of the main features that I really would love to have with a boat. I really want to make sure that I have a boat that I have something on it that can actually provide uh, shade. Yeah, yeah. Because that's one thing, man. You know, you're talking about a pontoon boat. You get out there on the water, and if you do not have something on that boat that you that can provide you with some shade to get out of the sun you can find yourself in a hurt locker very, very quickly. Um, and I, dude, I remember when we were living in Hawaii, we used to be able to go rent uh, a pontoon boat. You took a little one-day class, and they showed you how to operate these pontoon boats that you could rent from the marina there on base. This is Kenioi Bay. And they, sh they actually took you out in the class. They showed you exactly where the channel was. Because in the middle of Kenioe Bay, there's this huge sandbar. And when the tide goes down, it's literally sand out there. I mean, at, at the very least, it's maybe ankle deep. Um, when the tide comes in, it might be, you know, up to your chest or something. 
Uh, but in man, I tell you, especially in the summertime, the holidays, Fourth of July, Memorial Day, you would go out to this sandbar, man, and there would be dozens and dozens of boats out there. They people would be lashing the boats together and just partying, man. You've got these guys who are part of like the police department that have jet skis or whatever, and they're just hanging out there watching everybody just to make sure nobody does anything stupid. But you could go out there. You could bring a grill with you. You talk about the Weber grill. You put your Weber grill on the on the pontoon boat. You would drive the pontoon boat out to the sandbar. And if it was low tide, you'd take that grill out, set it up on the sandbar, have yourself a barbecue. When the tide starts coming in, you make sure that you freaking, you know, uh, cool off the coals or whatever, put it back on the boat and go home. I mean, it was amazing. So it, it, absolutely incredible time but thank god those pontoon boats had some sort of a canopy on them dude because especially being out there and that hawaiian sun holy mackerel dude i mean oh let the sun come down (laughs) man i i remember one time because everybody told us that when we moved there they were like hey respect the sun here because you've never felt sun like this before and I got it, you know, um, but I remember this was probably around the time that we were getting ready to move, I think. And I was over at the uh, travel, the, the transportation management office, the people who help you move. And uh, I'm going and filling all this paperwork. And there's this Marine who's working there in the office and he's wearing his camis and he's wearing shower shoes. He's wearing flip flops. And his feet are just blisters, nothing mm. but huge blisters. And of course, he's—I think he was a ginger. He was a redhead, super fair-skinned. And you—I mean, I—I I took one look at him, and I was like, "Yep, guilty." <laughs> like you didn't listen to the in brief when you showed up here, did you? You didn't listen to the people that were like, "Make sure you put on sunblock. Don't stay out in the sun too long." You just decided to go out and hit the beach or the sandbar or something, and later that night, your feet blew up like balloons. Just gnarly, man. You cannot mess with it. But uh, so, oh, are we, no, man. Are, are we uh, are, are we indulging in the uh, the text message of destiny today? Are we are we going there? I mean, we can. Like, is is your guy? Because he was like worried about. I got to catch up on all the episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. What about Gresh? Do you want to try showing, throwing something out to him? Yeah, let's do it. Let's okay, do it. let's let's see. I mean, let's we don't always, how... we don't always have to keep it a secret because the reality is is that nobody's listening to us live right now, so you don't know what's coming. You don't. You don't know anyway. <laughs> you don't know. So yeah, man. So the last time he was riding his motorcycle. Oh, speaking his, of, his speaking his, of riding his, motorcycles, his so his solar powered motorcycle. Yeah, I, it's yeah. got like a panel on it, right? It's got solar no, I, paint. He's, I know he's it. I'm, te- I'm teasing. I know it's some battery powered contraption. Good for him. He doesn't want to pollute the world. The rest of us, I have bigger things to think about. I got bigger fish to fry, <laughs> <laughs> like buying a house. And I will tell you right now, my friend, that experience is we just began that experience today and it is going to suck the wang. It's going to suck. 
I did. I, I, you know, I'm actively looking and I hate the fact that all the emails, the text messages, the phone calls, dude, the, um, the market, the market here right now is absolutely bonkers. It's chaos. Oh, in, in a bad way. Okay. It's, it's great here. There's uh, it. It is. It is great here in the sense that there is a ton to look at. But everybody in this area, I don't know what it is, but everybody in this area has their properties priced to sell. And I mean, it's one of these things. When we talk to our realtor just today, we talked to her and she just said to us, she's like, yeah, we're, ta- we're, we're talking to her about how we're really looking for like our forever home. And, you know, this is the place that we find the place that we're going to stay and all this stuff. And she's like, okay, well, you know, She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm 50 years old, and I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like having to make decisions in five minutes, especially decisions that are going to affect the rest of my life. But you need to be prepared to make decisions that quickly right now. Because the market here, for whatever reason, is so insanely hot that if you don't make an offer on something that you really want immediately, it will disappear overnight. It'll be gone. And of course, you know, we went and looked at this house today and I mean, it was nice. It was a nice place exactly in the area that I want to be. I don't think we're going to put an offer on it just because it's, I, Jennifer doesn't think that it's big enough. Um, but that dude, but it's a nice place. And I mean, I asked the realtor before we left, I was like, so when do you think this thing will be off the market? She was like, by tomorrow. And dude, it just came on the market today. It came on the market at 10 a.m. this morning. And she's like, it'll be gone in a day. There were already, we were one of three groups of people that were, that were being shown the house today. And she's like, between the three of you, somebody will make an offer on this home and it will sell. It's just absolutely crazy. Yeah, and, and she's right. I mean, having to make those kind of decisions. And then, of course, you know, just I'm sure you guys are doing the exact same thing. You're putting this whole hierarchy together of wants and needs and what's important and what, you know, all this stuff. Um, and when you're seeing those properties, man, sometimes it's hard to, you know, well, what are we willing to compromise on? What you know, do we, are we willing to live out in the boonies, you know, in the middle of nowhere, if it means that we get everything we want, but we're going to live 30 minutes away from everyone we know. And how, uh, yeah. and if we live there, cause, cause some of those, some of the houses like in just, right at the border of, of North Carolina and Virginia. Yeah. Dude, they're so nice. Yep. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Like, uh, and you realize that if you buy that home, you're never going to see anybody. Nobody's coming out there. Maybe just, maybe you one, got whoever's in the well, No, I know, but I'm saying like any of your circle of friends, like people that you might potentially be spending time with. I mean, with us, a lot of it is family. I mean, everybody is sort of centrally located in this area that we're living in. I mean, you and I know how people are. It's and I love you all. But this is reality. The reality is, is that if we get further out than maybe 20 minutes from here, nobody's coming out there. No one is coming out there. I mean, and if they do, it's got to be some sort of like an event. 
I mean, you're not coming out there just to hang out. It's going to be like... Yeah, my my oldest... Oh, do we have somebody? Text message of destiny! I, I felt like <laughs> I was destined to get this text. Oh. <laughs> yes, the power compels you. The I have really felt, you. Really felt that the type of gravity was... that... That I felt when the text message hit my phone. Ladies and gentlemen, folks out there that are listening to the show, welcome to the program. Gresh Lang. Gresh Lang, ladies and gentlemen, Gresh Lang. His, his <laughs> statement was complex. Extremely, <laughs> extremely very complex. Com- that, was a, that was a very, com- very complex <laughs> greeting. A very complex greeting to the show. The, the last show, we, we commented on your usage of the word complex. And how it can be used in any situation. That's a situation. pretty complex thought. And, and uh, <laughs> I, I was sitting in my living room moments ago. My fingers were crossed. My toes were crossed. I was tied up in knots just hoping that the destiny would be upon me. <laughs> and I was drinking. No, I was drinking. Let's be honest. Two. I was too bad it's your density. What were you? What, what were? What, what were? What? What are? What? What oh, is? Uh, what's your life? Ale with afternoon. a blueberry finish. It was for my wife. Oh boy! Hey Gresh! Hey Gresh! Brews beer. Okay. What makes a red ale a red? Yeah. What? What, uh, what makes it red? Color. <laughs> well, <it's> okay. <laughs> but up, but up, ching, wham, wham, wham. Yeah. What, that was on, not complex. That no. was not a complex no. answer. Uh, that is what we yeah. refer to as rudimentary or elementary. I wish that was I an had elementary. a great answer. Uh, I can only tell you that in my experience, uh, the type of malt that you use can have an effect on the color. But I don't know what malt, uh, what grains. Have, I've never have made, you ever made one. one. Have you ever made one before? Yeah, so challenge hmm. accepted. Hmm. Hmm. I am sort of, I'm, I mean, I will admit, I'm sort of indifferent to them. Some people get very, some people get really wrapped up about the whole, uh, what is the, Killians. what's the company Killians. that makes the yeah. Irish red? Killians, that's it, yeah. I haven't had one of those well, in the, years, literally years. Some people are, they stand by I remember by in it. college, very true. Uh, we would have a keg of Bud, no, <laughs> Milwaukee's best downstairs, right? Right. Yes. The keg of yes. beef, and that the would beef. be that would be for all of the people Meister, that would come in Meister that we didn't Brown. know. But we would always have a yeah, exactly. Right. The that people that we like. didn't care if they left, uh, but they but they paid ten dollars right. at the door, so they would get you know they would stand there and drink that, and we would have a keg of Killian's Red upstairs. Now that was sort of you know. Yes, that was the VIP up in the VIP. That that was that was <laughs> their version of the champagne. Room. The champagne room was the Killian's <laughs> yeah, was the, the bottle, Killian's the red room. Service. <laughs> you know, but you, you, I think you're onto something because you know what else is kind of bullshit is red velvet cake. Like red ale hmm. has no particular flavor nor desire. Yes. You know, nobody really goes after a red ale, just like. Red velvet cake. That's not a flavor. It's just. Yeah. I don't know. Where, what is that? It's a is food. That? Is it a food? Is it really a food? Is it I, a food coloring? Is, I is believe that it's it? true. It's I'm not. not even gonna... 
There's no, there's nothing there's nothing in terms of ingredients aside from food coloring that give it that. There's no way. It's you know what it is. It's nonoxyl ninety nine. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Whatever. Whatever. The red, it'll be red devil five or something. <laughs> red five. You know what I'm saying? It'll be like it'll be like blood clot three. That's a that's the color. Now, but I mean, the funny thing is that you know, red velvet no, is, is no. it truly velvety? It's just no. Cake. It is simply cake. It is it's a, a white frosting with a, with a yeah. white frosting. Absolutely, the frosting done right, is, the is frosting rather is the delicious. Best part. Yeah. Say, uh, isn't like, isn't it supposed like to be a cream a, it's like cheese a, frosting? What is that? Cream cheese, which is the best part of carrot oh, cake too. Let's yeah. be honest. Yes, indeed, absolutely. I couldn't agree. With and you they don't more. call that. Oh, there's no. There cannot be a cake. such thing, is there? With you know what I mean? Uh, oh well, yeah. You know they're not going to call it orange root vegetable <laughs> cake. I mean, it's get, let's call it what it is: <laughs> carrot cake. Orange, orange root vegetable <laughs> cake. You just you never know. Well, I mean, but how do you? But you know what? You know, yeah. if someone brings a red velvet cake to your party. Or somebody, oh, and yeah. someone else brings a carrot cake to the party. Everyone's going to the red velvet cake oh, no, because absolutely. it has the word carrot. Dude, that's got carrots as vegetables. Maybe there's something wrong with me, but I would go cake. after the carrot cake first. <laughs> I would have a little of both. I would admit. <laughs> because, 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 because <laughs> I'm just being honest here. I'm just being honest. Yeah. At, at our age, we need more fiber and more vegetables. Right. So you're like, oh, yeah. I'm taking, I'm Don't getting you my think fiber. That somebody and made some a mistake cake. a long time ago <laughs> in, in creating the name root vegetable, though. I'm, yeah, you know, that's what mm, that is true. That, that is that, but I will say the thing is, is that, I mean, uh, if, if you're going to bring, if you're going to bring yeah. carrot cake to a party, Man, I'm telling that takes courage. <laughs> that takes some that takes some courage, man. Because I mean it's like red velvet cake. I mean, you could get made go fun of I red think. velvet cake. I mean very Yeah, very little. True. But there's okay. very little that could go wrong with it that like it's like, uh-huh. oh my god, it's awful. You know what I mean? It's you bought That's it, it's the, in a box and it tastes like red velvet flavor. cake, you know. Yeah. With carrot cake, I feel like there's so there are so many variables well, are you- involved with carrot cake. That could make it either delicious or like. Are you are you are you referring to like allergic reactions to the people eating it? No, 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 no. Just the flavor. You know what I mean? I just I think if you bring if you you got to have confidence. If you're going to bring a carrot cake to a party, you have got to have some confidence that this is some pretty whoop ass cake. Few cakes that is best when bought from a grocery store. And. And cold. Well, yeah, it's got it has warm carrot cake. Cold, that yes. sounds disgusting. I don't know if that would be any good. I don't know. We were just talking about that. We were talking about like Oof. like single malt scotch and some Oof. people. Some people like it on ice and some people like it room temperature. Certain types of like beer a, you like. like same you know, same with like stouts, yeah. right? With, with adjuncts. Yeah. Jeremy, See, Jeremy had he to, didn't even, he had to he, explain he to everybody what adjuncts were. He said that, that for the layman, that's called ingredients. Well, so <laughs> I brought a greater, it, it provided me with a greater understanding a layman, of what he was actually knows. talking about. Collar. 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 
No, like I say, I mean, honestly, I and I would probably try the. I like game. the ones I with you know they've got the individually it. wrapped slices with the paper in between and the little orange icing carrot on each. Right. You you know what I mean? Yes. Yep. I absolutely know what you mean. But you're you're only getting that at the store. I mean, no nobody's gonna do you really. No one's gonna manufacture yeah, do you really that at need home. To, do you really need to have that piece of chocolate on there that no. looks like a carrot to identify that it is a carrot cake? Oh, I don't think it's a piece of chocolate, is it? I thought it was like a little frosting. Yeah, thing. it's like April a little sugar confectionery. She's probably made them. <laughs> she's, she's probably she's made them. Probably made. Them. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm gonna have to ask the question if she's ever made a carrot cake before because I I think well, that the question is no because no self respecting baker makes things makes she's, makes, she's, makes bakery items out of vegetables. She's, she's pushing the envelope. <laughs> what is what is, what is, is is that a is that a this is coming is that from a, faux a woman pas in made, the baking world or something. This, this is for, coming from a woman who made a cake yes. that, that she used eight yes. sticks of butter. See, that's how you know. Oh, that sounds ab. <laughs> so that sounds absolutely. I'm, delightful. I'm walking in okay. right now, and I'm going to ask the question. Oh, here we go. Have you ever Have you ever made a carrot cake? Uh oh. <laughs> you have. What was the cake? What was the cake that had eight sticks of butter? I want to know what that was. Butter cake. Was it butter cake? The, the, the cake. Butter butter cake. cake. <laughs> it was for a competition. Just, the eight it was sticks of butter, butter was a. Cake. Was a <laughs> coconut, coconut cream. Uh, just a, co- a coconut. Have you coconut cream cake? Texas, okay. Uh, have you had a deep fried butter stick? Have, right. Oh so you God, go to state fairs. So so every there you go every year at the state fair of Texas. They they yep people come up with what can we fry, and. They they've even they fried Dr Pepper. <laughs> like how soda. in the hell did you do? How did somebody do that? I don't know. What did you do? I, make I, a, yeah, I was like, what did what? you make? Did somebody made like a, a Dr Pepper popsicle. Well, and that's... <laughs> fried it or something. But they 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 fry everything and they try to every year they one up somebody and I guess they ran out of ideas so someone was like. Let's fry some Has butter. anybody, has anybody, have, uh, you know, Elvis was a huge fan Pickles. of deep fried. Well, oh, no, banana. it was banana. No, no, banana no, it was peanut it was, butter. I've, I've have had, you had it? I had three bites and I felt my Well, that's heart like, Jeremiah, I had a similar experience that's awesome. at Bennigan's. You guys ever been to a Bennigan's? Yeah, we just talked about Yeah, did Bennigan's you have the ham and like cheese donut? Week. <laughs> oh no That's no, what, no 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 right well with, the, with monte the monte cristo, cristo is on point we, dude in college it we called it delicious. ham and cheese donut because it's a deep fried breaded ham and cheese yes sandwich. it is yes my oh my god it is so delicious though uh-huh yeah and uh, gresh when you came and visited us uh, in Memphis, I think we went by where they have um, the fried Twinkies oh and the fried uh, what was the other fried thing? It was called it's Dyers on Beale Street, and the oil that they use in their fryers <laughs> is over one hundred years old. What? Oh, how is that even? Like, there's no way that never department lets that never happen. filtered. 
Never filtered. Well, it's oil. It's oil. Never filtered. And, 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 and they, they fry, it's they got fry the, their... It's got the original giblets in it. From over a hundred years oh, ago, man, the original giblets. You gotta hope that the, the mobster ever used it to off somebody. That would be yeah, right. Oh my god! No, and and they fry they fry their. They hamburgers. have to be they have to be hiring somebody to filter oh. that stuff every day. They have to. You're like you're you're the hey man you're the fat stranger. <laughs> what, what what do you what do you want don't to do? Don't screw it up. It's a minimum wage gig. It's a hundred years gotta, old. Don't screw this. We 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 are famous <laughs> for this fat. You understand? And if you jack this up, yeah. this business is going under. Just, I'm going to show you how to strain this fat right. You understand? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I sir. can't take the pressure. <laughs> Just please tell me why. Why is the oh red red? They, 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 right. You know, <laughs> focus. 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 It focus. could be. It could be. It could be a Fight Club situation where they go to the hospital and get oh. all the liposuction. Just oh, pour that. My God, that is so nasty. <laughs> that is so nasty, dude. What freaking? Oh. What movie was that? Where? Uh, what? That's, that's that he makes a soap. That's yes, Fight it's Club. Fight Club, where he goes to the freaking yeah. liposuction place. Uh, that's why I said Fight Club situation. I, he, like, I, it's like, hey, I we need believe, oh my I God, it is so gross. Out of my conscience. I don't. <laughs> I don't welcome, welcome, oh welcome, welcome back to the that horror. So welcome disturbing. back to the horror. Uh, it it is disgusting. Oh my god! So yeah, we were we were we were oh we god. were talking before we got you on the line, Grish. We were talking about the uh, the oh. home buying experience and the 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 nightmare that my wife and I are are you just beginning right to delve into. Well, we're, we okay. are. We're staying with my daughter right now. <laughs> more like a really, yeah, it's, well, it's more yeah. like a it's more like a freeloading situation. Um, which after yep. all this time, she oh, owes me. I so, um, anyway, so but man, this I, I don't know what it is. We were talking about it. Like it's seriously a situation here where like our realtor is telling us if you think if you if if you see a property here, if I show you something. And you want it? You need to. You need to make an offer like in the first five minutes. This is the exclusive main housing boom I've heard about. <laughs> I don't know. You know what was crazy, man? This is this is what's nuts. We have for for years we're tracking the real estate market, sort of seeing what's what, whatever. We come home, the world shut down. All of a sudden, it was like I was on deployment. Yeah. I couldn't go see friends or family, right. and all the rest of that good stuff. You know, instead of being out at sea, I was trapped in this apartment, you know, and people were telling me that I, you know, the, that I couldn't go outside because there was bad air. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the air's <laughs> just bad, stra- strange air. There's, where, there's strange where air out air there. Be thin. careful. <laughs> the air is strange. Um, so, anyway. We Memorial Day weekend, we see, you know, these listings, whatever. Cool. Dude, that one weekend, I swear, half the listings we saw gone, just gone. Boom. I mean, some of these places had been listed for like three days, gone. Um, and then there were other places that Are had you been listed for six town? months. They were gone too. No, 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 no. This is, I mean, this is, 
But never underestimate the, the <laughs> vacation. Well, you, you want, I, 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 and I'm going to tell I'm going to, well, that, I mean, it is vacation land, so let's give it its due. Um, but I'll tell you what I really think it is. Honestly, I think that you have a lot of people who um, are coming up from Massachusetts, are coming up from New York, a lot of these other states, and they have experienced what has happened uh-huh. in their areas, areas as yeah. a result. Well, those as a result of coronavirus, and yep. they're like, "I need to. I'm out of here. I'm over it." And I think it's also the fact that a lot of these very same people have come to the realization through this experience over the past few months that they can work remotely, that they don't have to necessarily go into yep. work every single day. Um. So they realize, okay, I can get away from the city. I can get away from these densely populated areas. I can go up to Maine. I can go up to these places that are a little more rural and I can continue to work. And even if that means that they've got to go back down to Boston or whatever, once a week and check in with whoever and have a meeting, that's fine. Um, but they're 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 making a move. They're trying to they're they're making yeah. a move to get I, away I think from you're onto something areas. there because I mean that follows all of the reporting that's been happening, the mass exodus from the high density areas and teleworking, but it, there could be something else mm-hmm. going on. I don't know if you've considered it. Isn't Maine where deliverance was filmed? <laughs> oh no 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 You're confusing us you're confusing us with West Virginia. That was that was that was West Virginia, yes. And I and I, and I only know that Which, because I know that accent. Squeal like, like a pig. <laughs> that was, see, that's that's a West Virginia accent. You know, if that was from if that was from Maine, to be hey there, Mama, you better be squealing like a pig. I think pig. I heard the guy in the background do exactly that. <laughs> he did that with that. Well, he was a transplant, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And for right. those listeners that don't it's, know, it's almost right, 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, well, John, Den- John Den- <laughs> almost John Denver said it. It's also that, wild, that John Denver is full of shit. Plate, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. you're having a hard time exactly. locking down a crib. It's crazy. It, it is crazy. I mean, you know. With everything that we've seen, with obviously, you know, the economy and everything, you've seen a lot of people who, service industry, whatever, who, you, the unemployment numbers are crazy. And, you know, the government's coming in trying to provide people with assistance and that sort of thing. What is remarkable to me is that when you see this real estate market, I think that what it is indicative of is that you're seeing um, you're seeing this, this divergence yeah. between the sort of haves and have-nots. And when I say haves and have nots, what I mean is the people who've been directly affected by everything that has happened and the people who have actually been able to sort of maintain a relative state of normality through everything that has happened. And it really hasn't impacted them a whole lot because, like I say, they've been able to continue working and that sort of thing. And these are the people that are, I mean, despite everything that has happened economically and whatever, so, do you have outside. a real estate agent, or are you just yeah. looking for for sale by owner? Oh, okay. No, no, no. We've got an agent that we're working with. Um, I, I mean, I did notice when we saw all those properties disappear Memorial Day. Uh, when we saw those those properties disappear Memorial Day weekend, 
it was ironic because that that immediate like Tuesday, I guess, after the holiday weekend, I actually heard a thing on the radio that was saying that mortgage loan applications were actually up like yep. 2.3% or something like that. Despite everything that had happened ep- economically in the past few months, that mortgage loan applications were up. There were yes. more people out there looking to buy a home. Um, well, I, I will tell you what that, another thing that's Jeremy, happening is the it. Airbnb industry uh, is, is folding right now. Right now. So all those people that owned all those assets and they were just making their money right. on a weekly basis on Airbnb sure. because of travel that that they're they're going there. They have like there's a lot of uh, oh, foreclosures, well, auction stuff because they well, just the, let them go. You know, you, you, we to. were talking. I was talking with my brother about this just yesterday. I mean, it's the same thing when you're talking about like the folks who own boats and things like that. I mean, these are. I mean, the boat is a toy unless you're an actual fisherman and you're making a living on it. It's a it's a a, a recreational thing. Um, and like you say, a lot of these people who I think that what you find here and I can only speak about the area here in southern Maine is that, you know, the main complaint that a lot of people have had here for a very long time is properties, especially in the greater Portland area, um, which is the biggest city in the state. You've seen uh, real estate there just exploding over the past few, probably five, ten years. And the question is, well, who's buying all of this property? Who's buying these condos? By and large, they're people from out of state. It's people who live down in Massachusetts, in Boston. They own a condo. You know, years ago, it always used to be, you know, that somebody, you know, we, we bought a camp up in Maine. That's what it used to be. We bought a camp up in Maine. We're going up to camp nobody's buying that isn't what pe- especially this younger generation of folks that's not what they're doing they're not interested in going and buying a camp what they're interested in is buying a condo in portland so that they can come up when they want to and they can hang well, out and they can go enjoy there's great the breweries court. up there too and that's yeah. sort of sort you know of like the, scene well exactly yep, they, the they indulge in the scene, scene. Uh, um right and what's and what's happening is is that those when they're not when they're not actually up here enjoying that scene they're doing exactly what jb just said they're it's an airbnb they're renting it out they're you know whatever (laughs) to offset the cost of owning it and people are like hey man i can get a condo in portland we'll go up there for a week and we'll hang out and go whale watching and you know hit uh you know allagash brewing or whatever i mean uh so it's interesting to see how many of those people like you just said are letting that go because of the, you know, but by and large, I would say that those people who own those condos are also the kind of people who probably by and large have not been affected by everything that has gone on because they're able to work remotely, that type of thing. Um, I mean, people who are in the service industry are not buying condos in Portland. I mean, that's not happening. Um, But like I say, it's just, it's an interesting dynamic. I mean, we for months we've been looking at all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, man, I'm Inventory. telling you, just in the past couple of weeks, boom! Huh. It's all—it's crazy. It's absolute. I mean, I, like I say, our realtors, like, if you don't make an offer, if you don't make a decision in the first five minutes after I'm done showing you this place, you better look out because the well, people I who are here just before you, you will steal interested. it from under you. No, well, this is involved maybe. killing, but not intentional. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay, so you're 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 real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. 
with yes, kindness, yes, kill him with kindness. Really Does it involve that? Kill him with kindness. You <laughs> okay, can good, do good, this good. with a smile on your we, face. I, yeah, right. So, so um, your real estate ah, yes, agent good, sounds good, good, like good. a professional, um, clearly giving great advice. Clearly mm. giving great advice, uh, but I do have yes. a trick that's worked for me. Um, you, you, it involves a uh, okay. a pocket full of heroin needles. So. If you Ooh. if you really like a property uh, and you realize you're looking at your wife, you're like, I yes. guess we need to make a move on this place, but crap, but we don't have the money to really put down right now. Just scatter some heroin needles around the property as you're walking, and then when other people come to look at the house, they'll you know they'll see heroin needles everywhere. That is, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna take that. You know, yeah. I could probably I, I if I went down to Portland. Right. And I went down to some of the parks down there. There you go. I, just, dude, I just take yourself a little plastic baggie. Of those things. Just a, just a shoebox. Yeah. Take a little, take a shoebox with you. Take a little shoebox, right. put them in there. Just make sure you don't poke yourself. <laughs> so, so, Jimbo, you, you got to ask oh the, my. the question. Oh, I'm trying to remember what the question of destiny was. No, 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 we haven't had. I know. I'm saying anyone. I'm trying to because re- we were talking about getting Gresh on here last oh, week and I was trying to think of what I, I got to be honest with be. you. I've sent um, a lot of meetings and been uh, briefing some pretty senior people and I've not felt this level of nerves in any of those meetings. I can. Oh, I'm my. A little concerned. Oh, my. No goodness. idea. Because, because he could be asking about because you don't, dildo you don't know what color or something. It I don't know. Anything. Don't ask that. <laughs> Uh <laughs> Okay. Uh Gresh, right. Gresh, Gresh, do you know you what the think term, about it? Do you, do you know what the term <laughs> getting pegged means? Okay, the urban dictionary version? I'm familiar. Wow. Yes, yes. Okay. The pegging? Urban, what does that mean? That, okay, that's not docking, yes, right? Yes, pegging. <laughs> I don't know what that I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, all right. You look up docking, Jimbo. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Here we go. Dictionary. Docking. Urban dictionary. The thing is, I blocked this. Urban dictionary. Okay. I'll put in. Well, you're going to have to get back in it now. Docking. The word docking. Is this like D O C K I E? You might find pictures. Okay. Don't hit the Oh, don't my. hit image. Oh, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm reading. I'm. Uh, okay, uh, yes. guy who pulls the thing back, holding the wild guy, stretching it up. Yeah, <laughs> just go Wait ahead and hit the image. What in the fuck is wrong with the world? It will give you a um, a whole creepy vibe next time you use a urinal that doesn't have a divider. Oh my goodness gracious! The terrible things I can do to each other. Terrible. Uh, Woo! Oh my god, that is just absolutely. This is this is what happens when you're. You're away from civilization right. for a while, and you get. What have you been? What have you been on People lockdown get bored. for three months? You're like, hmm, docking. What is that? Mm. Just, just, just <laughs> bear with me. Let's do this. Are you circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> are, 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 
Are you cut? <laughs> right. Are you cut? Right. Yeah. Are you cut? Yeah. So, well, okay. Apparently, apparently, pegging requires <laughs> oh, um, my um, equipment. Yes. Equipment. Yeah. Yes, it, um, it does. It does apparently do that. So, so anyway, that was that was just I, a question. I mean, so yes, it is, it is music new music Monday. Monday. It is new music. <laughs> yeah. And so, Gresh, Gresh, it could be new music that you found or refound. Like, oh, I haven't listened yep. to this in a while, and then you know, uh, I'm going to listen to it. Like, again. sort of rediscovered, rediscovered. That's, that's I recently rediscovered so, so the brand you, new heavy. Yeah. What What have you Have you been listening to anything? Have you dug in? Have you ever listened the to the bro. brand new heavies? The Whoa. man, they they uh, they no. they're no longer together. But what a funky group. They had great vocals, amazing rhythm section. Yep. The bass player, yep. the bass player for Brand New Heavies is amazing. Uh, let me see if I can think of his name. Because he, there, there's a, I, there's a, 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 I think he's from the Philippines kid that, that plays bass. And he covered a Brand New Heavies tune. And and the bass player from Brand New Heavies is like, whatever this kid needs, if if he needs support for his education, really? I'm gonna pay for it. Wow. That's, well, and, yeah. and the kid's like eight, nine years old and playing these bass lines. It's kind of like amazing, it's kind of like yeah. kids who are in like middle school who are getting drafted to like the Indians or something. You know what I'm talking about? Like these these kids who are like oh, middle yeah, school yeah, yeah. and they're already being offered contracts to go play for the Yankees. And. Yeah, I know they're that they're London, they yeah. were, uh, they're from England, right, Greg? Yeah, they were. They're not from the states. Well, we got to share something. Is there something we can share on the page? I, you mean from the brand new? I'm hobbies? trying to think of something that I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can I, like, something on like YouTube like or something we can share. Their, what's their uh, dream come true? Maybe. What's their number one uh, song? Let's see. I'm trying to uh, think. I'm looking up. Uh, I can't. Studio compilation, a live album, dream mix album, singles. Uh, what do you think? Studio album, trolley? Yeah, they're... Like, what's their what's their premiere U.S.? Yeah, well, I don't know like, if release this is going to be true, but their would first know. album yeah, yeah. Um, that had any real success in the United States was in 1990. Um, of course, I'm looking on uh, Wikipedia here, which everything is true here. Right. Yes, um, obviously yeah. the font of knowledge. Yeah, I won't even get into the one point nine million dollar contract that was all copy and pasted off of Wikipedia. But their first album was called Brand New Heavies, and uh, yeah, great tracks on that one. I would recommend anyone who's into music check out. It's called Brand New Heavies, nineteen ninety. Okay, very cool. If 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 you if you like uh, like R and B. And I, the the only person that really sticks out to me yeah. as the Absolutely. like person that makes it is the bass player. Like, yep, some of the bass lines on that on uh, that he produces are amazing, and I think I think he's been a member like and like he hasn't been taken out. I think he's he's one of like. The originals, because I know the vocalists have changed out throughout the years. But I yeah, I'm looking right here. Let's see. So I don't even know the bass, bass player's name. Andrew I can't Levy. Even think of his name. Bass keyboard and the producer for the group uh, from 1985. 
Okay. And you know what? Wikipedia is saying that they are still out there. That they are still out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, they've got to be. They I'm re-released sure they in 2007. A, That's very um, cool. Uh, an album um, of previously released songs, but remastered. Uh, so I don't know if that means that they're, well, 2019. There's a new new tracks released in 2019. Well, there you you go. can't go wrong if you're looking for a funky groove. Great, very uh, cool. Brand new heavies. The, the new brand. heavies. Yep, definitely. The brand. Okay, very cool. So who do you who do you got, JB? What do we got? New music Monday. Um, so I uh, yeah, I know who Alan Toussaint is, and I'm sure Gresh lived in New Orleans for a while, so he knows. But uh, one of my compatriots in the conqueror's uh scott the drummer was like dude we got to do this song we do these things called one minute jams and it's a song by alan toussaint from the 70s called on your way down and dude it is funky and you know i think sometimes new orleans uh musicians get pinholed into a very specific yeah um, like, you know, this is, oh, New Orleans music, and this is what I think, you know. But Alan Toussaint, man, he was, yeah. like, if you listen to a lot of his early stuff, yeah. specifically in the 70s, dude, that's like funk R&B all the way. Funk R&B. So totally check out On Your Way Down. Um, we may do a one-minute jam of that tune. Um, but the whole album uh, is amazing. It's life, love, and faith. Uh, and you wow. know, he released not, an album in 2016. He, he passed away in 2015. Lift. So it was the guy it is was, amazing. <laughs> yeah. <go>. Well, <laughs> pos- posthumously, but that that yeah. specific song, uh, Little Feet covered it, and then Fish covered it. Uh, Life, love, so, and yeah, man. 1972. Uh, some definitely yeah. What was good the track you were looking at? Of it, but yeah, it's really cool. Now that is the one that okay. we recently uh, recorded and released uh, on, on your social way down. networking, right? Oh. No, no, the one we did for the one minute jams was a Bill Withers. Oh, nice! Yes, passed away. Yeah, your vocal year. sounds great. On and that, it's man. called it's called oh, Love One cool. Another. Your hair was messed up, but yeah, he's got oh, those. He's, thanks, he's got the pipes, man. He's got the pipes. The pipes, the piper, the piper. Yeah, so my, so my my new music Monday Monday contribution is the Who. That is <laughs> the H. That is a that is who. a joke from a Green Eggs and Ham okay. knockoff, isn't it? Yeah, this is a They're, tell Mongolian me it has two heavy throat metal singers. band called. Oh. No, uh, no, they actually. They actually, ah! this, this this track is called, uh, I think it's called that's UV, a, Those UV, are the lyrics that you. a Cuban throat singer would sing. Yes. So anyway. UV, oh no, wait, I'm trying to, UV, yes. UV, YUV, uh, YUV, I'm looking at, uh, YUV, I'm looking at the official Y-U. music video U-V, right now. UV, UV, <laughs> Yeah, they've got uh, they've got all the like this is and this isn't brand new music. This is just a, they they came out in like 2016, and they are a Mongolian heavy metal band that uh, they play this really interesting combination of traditional heavy metal 
but with uh, the incorporation of traditional Mongolian instruments and sounds. So it's almost like folk metal, which I, it's amazing if you so, thought there could ever be such a thing as folk metal. Uh, apparently the who, the who has found a way to amalgamize these two genres of okay, music. While you are thinking of another sentence uh, that to coalesces. put the word amalgamize into, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this question. What do yes. you think without going? Okay. <laughs> Amalgamize. It's a complex, complex What do you word think the number one question complex that word. people ask about the who is on Google? What do you think the number one question people ask about the who is? Uh, the number one question. Oh, are you no. guys related to gangs? But I like Con? it. It should be. Why are people? Why are more people not asking? Damn it! Damn it! No, there it, should be. I mean, I know people are that foolish. Yeah, like yes. everybody in no, Mongolia is going to be like related to Genghis Khan, sense, right? But no, um, apparently they're asking, "Can the who yes. speak English?" That's just that's just so American, right? Like, oh, oh yeah. I wonder if they can speak my that, language. Well, yeah, it's so important, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because I, well, that was like I, me going. That was like me, I was telling I was telling JB on the show in the past couple. There was an episode we were talking about when I go to I went to Paris, go to France, and I go to Paris, and I go in this cafe, no, man. Here we and go. They hand me a, they hand me a, a a menu. I can't read it. It's in French, and I asked the one behind the 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 bar if she has a menu in English, and she gets so pissed she kicked us yes. out. You get that, and I was like, English. and I'm standing, I'm standing there, and I'm like, that I was like, I was like, don't, I was get like, don't even act like you faces. don't know what I'm saying. You're, <laughs> you're a stupid hamster. You know, I was like, I was like, I know damn well that you all learn English in school just like they all learn French. Don't stand yeah. here and act like somebody gonna, you don't know what I'm, I'm asking gonna... about. Stop. I'm just I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to, I'm, I'm gonna pay you, you for your services. Like I'm not trying to. <laughs> well, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave a Skitty, uh, leave a, 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 a <laughs> some freaking I don't know. Oh my god! Right, exactly. Spaghettios. She'd probably thank me if I left her spaghetti. She'd be like, <laughs> "Oh, I heard about these for really... years. I never thought that I'd be." <laughs> you're really mad. Spaghetti. Yeah, you're bringing the French on. accent home. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, why do, we, why do we have this stupid French accent? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Why, we are so poor, we don't even have our own language. <laughs> we have this stupid accent. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I don't know. <laughs> what, what movie is that from? Wow. Oh, oh man, see, that's Mel that, Brooks, I, History I, I of the World Part my One. French accent jokes when uh, I exhausted all the lines from what was the Monty Python movie? Search for the Holy Grail. He... Yeah. No, it's the, the, the whole. That's yeah, the, the, that's the one where they're on top of the wall with the French accent. Which yeah. one? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, he's go away now. You have this outrageous accent. This outrageous accent. Oh my goodness! Well, Grish, listen, I am super excited that you came on the show with us today. Very, very cool. It's great to hear your voice again. I hope you're doing really, really well. Um, he did. He answered the text message. He answered the call. He answered you, but this has been an 
unexpected delight. Very, very cool, man. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I'm hoping that folks out there, obviously, I hope you're enjoying the show. Tell your family, tell your friends. If you we if we got your contact information, you better have your head on a swivel because you never know when you might get that message inviting you to join us on the program. So uh, on the on the program, the program. Yeah, join us on yep. Thursday for YouTube Thursday, and you might be here. Absolutely. All right, guys. It's great talking to you. Now.